0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Blonde Intelligence with me, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We got Miss Akela Simone. Say hello every- to everyone.
1: On Akayla Simone here.
0: How's everyone doing? How you doing, Miss Ronnie? <laughs> We're gonna start out with letting you tell everyone a little bit about yourself as an artist. So I am Michaela Simone
1: from Hampton Roads, Virginia. A lot of people from this area, 757, um, you know, don't want to drop any names, you know, for real, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> up and coming artist, um, my genre is to be detected. I have been thrown uh, really heavily into the R&B and soul, but I grew up on blues. I grew up, I'm extremely black, I grew up on but, um, but yeah, I am really just out here ready to get back or get back to performing and recording right now I have a lot going on I'm just networking <laughs> working me <mate. laughs> so tell me about your current projects that you have going on right now so right now i just released my new track black is beautiful
0: letters of my country uh That means a lot to me as a what does every artist need press 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 and more press music reviews interviews blog articles press releases the Blonde Intelligence video show the Blonde Intelligence podcast the Blonde Intelligence blog Blonde Intelligence music reviews available on Pandora Amazon Music Apple YouTube and more social media blast build your EPK expand your fan base links to your press for more information visit blonde-intelligence.com
1: black women in america just in general um that right now we have a contest going for that just submit what does black is beautiful mean to? Admit it to me we're working on the black is beautiful fan video um i'm Start recording my EP starting tomorrow. Actually, I uh, have about eight tracks that we're going to be laying down um, over the course of the next month and a half or so, and should be releasing that. I want to say late May, maybe early June. And I'm extremely excited about that. I had a period where um, I was kicked out of work for a little bit um, due to you know you know who that big COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> and when those when those opportunities happen, I look at them as opportunities. I I just wrote. And I wrote, and wrote, and wrote. (laughs) And now I have a full EP. I can go into, uh, I'm ready to record. And that's what we're working on
0: now. Okay. So you said that you're ready to get back out there and perform. So I'm going to ask this question. (laughs) How do you feel about performing in a space of unmasked people when everybody is not deciding whether or not they want to take the vaccine or not?
1: So... um. So, I, I'm not. I won't. I will not be performing <laughs> until we get to a point where CDC does say that it's safer to gather again, um, and where the majority has been vaccinated, and we, CDC says it's safe to not wear masks yet. I'm not. I'm not willing to take that risk right now. Only because it's this virus going around. It's not really about what we feel is safe for us. This is a community thing. This is an everybody thing. What m- might not affect me as well, it's not gonna be the same for the, for the next person. I'm not, not willing to create an environment unsafe for other people, basically. So I'm late. Um, it just gives me time to create more, to write more, practice more, because it has been a long time since I've been on stage. I have to relearn how to not be nervous on stage. <laughs> That's why I'm taking opportunities like this to be in front of the camera, in front of people. Um, it's, I really think it's just an opportunity for artists to really dig in and find themselves as artists. Again, I'm really excited about what's going to be on the stages when it's safe to do so. Okay. Define yourself as an artist. Ooh. Oh, I should have gotten that one before, the, before the, um, the interview. Define
0: myself as an artist. Oh, that's a, uh, so I. So let's just to say that there is some project that you want to work on or, or whatever it is, or somebody that you want to work with and you see them somewhere. And that would be your only chance to pitch yourself to them. How would you define yourself as an artist?
1: Hi, I'm Michaela Simone of becoming Artist. <laughs> um, I am work. I'm ready to work. That's what, um, that's kind of what my EP is going to be about it. Me coming, finding myself as an artist, because I'm still doing that. I'm still learning. I have um, been introduced to, I don't know if you've heard of it, the new app Clubhouse. It's a great app for networking and meeting some of these big people and listening and learning how to pitch. Um, but it's also, like I said, it's, it's a really great learning space and I'm still learning who Kayla Simone is. I really am, because I did take a significant amount of time um, stepping back from Kayla Simone as an artist, as a musician, as a singer. And I'm just now stepping back into that space and learning what that means to me. Um, So when I do present myself in front of these people and I do present myself, uh, step up to these people for these opportunities, I'm letting them know, I am an artist. I'm learning right now. (laughs) My dad always says, what is it? Crawl, walk, run. Whew,
0: I'm crawling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell me this, since COVID, what have you improvised on and made something uniquely your own to fit your situation? Because everybody had to get innovative with COVID. So, in what ways did you get innovative to keep this thing going besides the writing, besides Clubhouse? I mean, how did you interact with people besides, I would say, the regular means that we would use?
1: Absolutely. So back in, I want to say I started it uh, maybe last February, March. Um, I started venturing over to my dad's house. My dad is a blues musician, mm-hmm. um, you know, Bobby Hat. He, my parents have this huge music room. And since, you know, we can't go to the open, we couldn't go to the open mics anymore. We couldn't get on stage anymore. A lot of his big shows that I would go to and um, get on stage with him in. Canceled. So I needed to sing. I needed to be on a mic. So I started going to their house, into their two story music room, and I just set the mic up and I would sing for hours. I called them my therapy sessions. um And when I say hours, it's like five, seven hours of just straight singing, and I would record the whole thing. After that, I would go through, pick out my best bits, posting them, and I started getting feedback on them. And that's kind of when Akela Simone was born. Um, once I started getting that feedback, it's was like, oh, these people really like this. <laughs> um, I just kept doing it. And that's how I've actually been engaging with my fans is um doing these sessions and inviting people into this very vulnerable space because um, sometimes it's me creating, sometimes it's singing, sometimes it's something I've a very uh, deep place, but just sharing it with them. Uh, I will say since COVID happened, being able to interact with fans, it's a whole new ball game. It's, a, it's very personal. It's very in my inbox. Literally talking to these people, um, a whole bunch of different people just about life. And I love it. I love how we're engaging with fans now. So it's different.
0: <laughs> so you say you love how you're engaging with fans. Tell me about, do you have any virtual uh, performance experience? We had a, a live stream yeah, my first track,
1: um, Uncertainty, was released in September, and we did a live stream performance in December um, for a show called Channel Z over in the UK. Mm-hmm. It, I, was, I was like, <laughs> um, and after that experience, I said, we "Need," and then a whole bunch of people have been telling me like, "We need to see. We need. We know you can't. We can't see you in person, but a live stream."
0: Hi, this is Marlette with Classic Glam by Marlette where classic never goes out of style. We're based here in Palm Bluff, Arkansas, but you can reach us on our website at ClassicGlamGirl.com or Facebook and Instagram at Classic Glam by Marlette. Mary Ruth's Organic is a number one Amazon bestseller wellness brand dedicated to immune support and gut health products. Made with high quality, non-GMO, Plant based vegan ingredients with the fewest number of allergens possible. Mary Ruth's organic health products are cat's claw, elderberry, lemon balm, adrenaline focus, ionic zinc, ginseng vitality. Find Mary Ruth's organics on Instagram at Mary Ruth Organics. Blind Intelligence is a Mary Ruth organic partner.
1: performance is going to be the next move and I'm thinking uh April May time frame around the time my EP is released we'll start pushing those out do you
0: think that it's I'm gonna say it like that do you think that your fan base is bigger in the United States or internationally and tell mm-hmm. me why
1: I definitely think the United States. I do. My publicist is uh, pushing heavy here in the UK, here in the United States, but also really heavy in the UK. Um, but my fan is definitely here in the United States, especially since my last track was released um, because it, it's about Black women in America. Or black, I don't say Black women, being Black in America. So um, it has definitely grown from that and it's more, more focused here in the US.
0: Just for now, I'm gonna ask you a question, and you can choose to answer it or not, depending on when it's airing or whatever. But today is the day that the trial for the officer who killed George Floyd starts. So, how do powerful do you think your latest single will be, considering what's going on? And I know that you probably didn't even think about. Oh, well, this trial is set to, 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 you know, for this time or whatever. And I'm going to release this song because, you know, a lot of people uh, do stuff like that. So how do you feel how powerful your song would be considering the just all the social everything that is going on? Now, I can't even say just social injustice. I mean, it's just so, so, so many things going on. So. Tell me how what what impact do you think? How powerful do you think it'll be right now? I think that when when you listen to my track, there's there's kind of two
1: dimensions of it. There's the black experience in a whole and then there's a black experience in the if you listen to it, I kinda go between I keep I go between the my and the out with the with the wording. So when you take the George Floyd situation and you, you no, know, that is happening today and unfortunately that timeline did my the release of my song was not meant to match up with that situation um it did meant, mean to kind of go up with black history month but I mean, we celebrate black history every day we know that so um i would say when it comes to my song i don't want to have any impact socially with my song but i would like for people to take it individually and use it as a tool to access any vulnerability, any feelings that they have towards their own experience in Black America. And then when they go to when they think reflect on the George Floyd situation, they can apply it to that one too individually. I don't want to take this song um that's meant to speak on the individual black experience and then the black experience as a whole and apply it to like a singular situation. Because there's there's just so much. The impact of every black experience in America is in, in America is so much. So yeah. <laughs>
0: I wrote a blog once and I was talking about that people always talk calling the black woman strong and the black woman is represents strength and it was saying that the way society has built the black woman That they expect for her to be able to go on even when she's not strong, even when she's weak, even when she needs to cry. I mean, so what do you think about the perception of the black woman only being portrayed as strong or only being portrayed as ratchet or only being portrayed as uncivilized? What do you think about that? I think that's three different facets that people have for the black woman. And they always talk about the stereotype. So this I'm gonna, it could be more, but what do you think about each one of those? I think that that
1: whole mindset is just so problematic. It's so problematic Um, and from two different aspects. When you're talking about just black woman girl with everything that we've had to deal with in this country. And that is a very light way of saying saying it. Everything we've had to deal with in this country um, through history. But the, the most problematic part for me is what you just said is the, stereo, the stereotype of it is you look at a black woman and you have this huge general idea of her and it's so big. And this, is not, this doesn't need to be just applied to black women or black men or black people or anyone in general. This needs to be applied to every situation in life, everything. We have to stop generalizing and we have to look at these individual situations and say yes this woman has, was raised in this way and she was brought up this way she ended up here and this is why this is why she behaves this way okay so with it like that's that's just the 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 major problem with it with it for me it's just that generalization of yes black women have to be strong We're not digging these individual situations of why I, why you have to be strong. We did not, we were not, we're not, we did not come from the same space. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's problematic in itself. Um, Now just the idea of a black woman having to be strong, whether it's generalized or not is another very toxic problematic issue. Um, I do love where this country is headed where we've kind of taken we've kind of taken that um i really don't know kind of taken that back where we're able to focus on our own mental health and take that and say yeah we um we're allowed to say no now uh and we're not shamed for it i love where that direction this country is going and we do have a long way to go a long long way to go but i think we're headed there It was. A lot of it has to do with us just standing up for ourselves. Okay, I have not spent a lot of time, and I'd like to. It's just um, just how kind of my life is like falling in place right now with you know working with three kids, homeschooling, music. Ah, I'm so, <laughs> but I, look, life. <laughs> yeah, right, like that. So I would love to spend time, um like kind of diving into social media and getting a more broad view of what what you're speaking on, like how people are portraying back Black women, how they're speaking on Black women. I have not spent a lot of time doing that. What I prefer, and it's only because I do prefer to speak to Black women individually, you know, not out in person and whatnot, and learn about these individual experiences, and then and then kind of build a conclusion off of that. And I think that's what America really used to do. But like, we'll get there one day.
0: Well tell me what kind of splash do you think that you make to the music industry? Splash. Ooh. Splash. Honestly, uh just being real.
1: <laughs> um and doing it and doing it musically. Like, um, when I sit down at the piano and I go to compose a song. Believe it or not, I'm not a pianist. I do not know how to play the piano. I know how to compose music. I know how to make chords and notes sound pretty. (laughs) <laughs> how to make them come one after the other. <laughs> like, um, but I have not spent any significant amount of
0: time. What does every artist need? Press, 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 and more press. Music reviews, interviews, blog articles, press releases, the blonde intelligence video show, the blonde intelligence podcast, the blonde intelligence blog, blonde intelligence music reviews. Available on Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple, YouTube, and more social media blast build your EPk expand your fan base links to your press for more information visit blonde-intelligence.com learning music theory and I learned
1: recently but that's a problem so I'm learning that <laughs> but um I have a lot there's a lot of a lot of feeling in my music and I use my the actual music my instrumental, give the same message I don't know if you heard black is beautiful the full version the piano solo that i did in the very beginning of that is a story in itself um and that's what i want i want every piece of my music every image that i put out there video that i put out there anything tied to my music to really have its own story all tied to the same uh, but have its own story that's including myself um of you know, my splash is probably going to be the fact that I'm natural. I don't wear makeup. <laughs> I don't none of it. Um, probably going to be one of my biggest challenges. Oh, hey. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Look, um, most of the time I don't wear it either. There was, but it's going to be my splash because it's going to be. Um, I'm here to make music. I'm not. I'm not. I. A lot of people ask like, how, when do you feel to make it? Are you ready to make it? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm ready to be heard.
0: What's make it? That's I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I know that if you're doing something and you're doing it to the best of your ability and the people that you have truly care about you, truly support you, that is better than having a hundred million people who only own the bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it's always quality over quantity exactly so I just want to I just tell people all the time I'm not really looking to
1: be famous I'm looking to be heard because this music that I push out um I do feel like if someone if it gets into the hands of the right person um it's it's so impactful and that's 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 how I experience music is music is impactful for me it could be the lightest song out there like no meaning or whatever but I will listen to it over and over again until it has impact there's going to be some part of that piece that's going to touch me you're going to be like why are you listening to this it could be something that's on the radio it could be like it it could be anything and I'm like I'm looking for my impact and that's how the music that I want to make I want it I want that impact to be easily accessible so Mm -hmm. um and that's what I've been told too is about Anyone that's listened to my music, reviewed my music, that impact is right there. It's like it's there. So that's what I
0: that's going to be my splash. Is my impact. <laughs> OK, well, I thank you for coming and I would like for you to give any last words of advice to any other artists. Give your social media handle, name of your latest projects and where they can find you.
1: Awesome. So Kayla Simone, uh, any advice that I have? Guys, just be be yourself. Be yourself and um, acknowledge that it takes time to get there. It really does. It's okay if you're not yourself right now. <laughs> it's perfectly okay. Um, it will come. Just believe, strongly believe and know that you'll get there. It's coming. It's coming. I promise you. Um, and when it does come, don't fight it. I fought it for a long time. <laughs> don't fight it. Um, but you can find me on social media, Kayla Simone. That's A-K-E-Y-L-A-H Simone on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. SoundCloud, cloud Nation, spotify apple I, i'm everywhere <laughs> just google it youtube it. <laughs> it's all over the place um yeah that's all i have my next project my ep i'm working on it i haven't titled it yet we're leaning towards my therapy sessions but we
0: shall see that you guys should be hearing more about that in may june so. Well, you heard her. You can find her everywhere. Don't forget to check us out on the podcast. Don't forget the Blind Intelligence blog. And also don't forget the Blind Intelligence show, which is on YouTube. And you can also find it on IGTV. Thank you for coming, Miss Kayla, for having me, Ronnie. I appreciate it. (laughs) Bye. Advertise with Blonde Intelligence, where our listeners experience exquisite cranial repertoire. Blonde Intelligence is a new podcast and video channel featuring entertainment, musical artists, producers, entrepreneurs, as well as discussions on social topics, making the Blonde Intelligence platform suitable for a wide variety of product ad types. Video, Instagram TV, YouTube, and links shared to all Blonde Intelligence social media pages and select group networking platforms. This creates a collective base of over 50,000 potential sets of eyes on your product or service. Each sponsored ad will feature on both the podcast and video platforms. Sponsors have the choice of either a voice ad or audio-video ad, with three options for placements. Create a win-win business partnership by advertising with Blonde Intelligence.